Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. This episode, we're going to call these Eric's Corner. It's your host, Eric Hessing, and I'm just going to kind of riff about things that I've noticed either in current events or other miscellaneous things that pertain to Iowa State athletics, mostly football and basketball. So this week, I want to start out by talking about the season ahead, the football season ahead. It's a very interesting season. We have some of the greats leaving the school. And I kind of want to come back to bring this back to where most of the fan base, no matter how strong of a fan you are, whether you're a diehard reading every article that you can, know every stat about every player on the team, know all the stars and all that, the recruiting rankings, who the recruiting list, all that, whether you're that type of fan or you're just a casual observer where you'll go to the games You won't know everybody on the team. You won't know everybody who's starting. You won't even know the people who are carrying the ball half the time. But you're excited about the team and kind of want to be caught up to to speed. This podcast is for you. And this podcast is going into the season. We're going to be talking about, me and Marchie, we're going to be talking about the offense, the defense. We're going to do all those previews coming up. But I kind of want to put this as a prelude to those episodes because it's we're setting the stage here. Kind of setting the tone for how we want to look at those. Because I feel like a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about the team. Where a lot of people think, okay, who are our tight ends? Because... We use tight ends a lot. Is Jirel going to be able to run the ball over and over again? We also have questions like, is Hunter Decker going to be able to complete it to these tight ends? Is he going to be able to do those dink and dunk passes that we've done for the past few years? Well, that's not how this, that's not really how this coaching staff operates. This coaching staff operates out of necessity. They preach all the time players' formation plays. And I know that a lot of coach have what you call coach speak, which is they talk, it's a lot of talk and not a lot of back, not a lot to back up that talking. Where you'll have a coach tell you about a certain player is looking good. And then you never see them again. We, we've seen a lot of coach speak from other coaches in the conference. We really haven't seen that much from Matt Campbell. He's a man of his word most of the time. He's had a lot from other coaches previous to Iowa State. Maybe not so much Paul Rhodes, but maybe some of his assistants. Where they talk up things and make and bloviate and do all that kind of stuff. And uh, didn't really have much to back it up with. It's a lot of coach speak. I think that when you're going into this team, when you see kind of what to expect from them, you kind of need to take a different stance than what your preconceptions lead you to believe. For instance, I have just gotten into real estate investing. I'm very proud of it. I tell everybody. I'm super proud of it. I love the idea of it. 
right now, me and my wife are living in the basement of a house that you wouldn't pay $300 a month for. We're living in the basement. There's leaks everywhere. We have to fix it up. I'm going to be fixing it up over the next four to five months. And we're going to rent it out to some lucky person, brand new apartment with brand new everything. And yeah, I'm super excited. I, I could talk to you more about that than about Iowa State Athletics. And I, I could run. You think I can talk about a lot about recruiting now. Listen to me talk about real estate investing. I'm, I'm over the mood. I'm super pumped about it. I'm trying to learn everything that I can. But there's a saying, especially in real estate investing, but for most businesses, where you need to calculate if you have a good deal before you actually make the deal. A good deal is understood well before it's even made. It comes in with the analysis of a house. You look at the price of the house. You look at how much you could rent the house out for. You use a lot of rough numbers. Possible maintenance, re- rework of the house, rehab, all that. You, put, you factor that in. And at the end of it, you can figure out, okay, is this a good deal? Is it a bad deal? You look at your return on your investment. That's how you do those deals. That's how you figure it out. And if it's above a certain number, then you go for it. If it's below a certain number, you, you pass. It's very cut and dry like that. That's the fun of real estate investing. It's very cut and dry. It's also a very pretty secure investment. What am I talking about right now? We have some very young tight ends. We have some inexperienced running backs. Now, Jirel Brock has gotten some run. But he hasn't gotten the run that Xavier Hutchinson has. Unfortunately, Hunter Deckers will have to be put out there. He's going to be the quarterback. He'll be put out there and he'll have to do the job. But what I'm telling you, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to convey is players' formations plays. Are we going to put the best 11 players out there? Are the best 11 players out there for every play in the game. I believe that our best 11 players, three of those guys are wide receivers. Obviously we need to have running backs out there. Most plays, you don't want to get too crazy, but we're not going to see three tight end sets this year. Very often. We'll probably see two. Probably not going to see three tight end sets very often because It doesn't make sense this year. Players' formations plays. It goes against what we believe. What we believe is, what I'm guessing is, Xavier Hutchinson will be one of the best players out there. So he's going to be out there. Obviously, you have have 100 deckers. You have to have five offensive linemen. Which running back is going to be in the best 11? Jirel Brock has done some pretty good things for Iowa State, but I've heard great things about Cartavius Norton. We've seen what Deion Silas can do, and I'm still very high on Eli Sanders. Eli Sanders is 
with him between him and Darian Porter, they're the two fastest players on the team. Now, Darian Porter plays defense. If you look at what Matt Campbell loves in his running backs, it's guys that can accelerate extremely quickly, get through the hole. There's maybe nobody better than that for pure athleticism standpoint than Eli Sanders on the team. Is he as good of a running back? We'll have to see. We'll get to know that by the middle of the season. Who is the best running back on the team? They're going to get the run. But when you're thinking, okay, we're going to be playing two tight end, three tight end sets, this this is just not the case this year. We might. We might. That depends on if Easton Dean and Deshaun Hanneke and maybe Tyler Moore and maybe some of the freshman tight ends, if they are the best players on the team. I think Xavier Hutchinson will have a big year. I think that Jalen Knoll is set to break out. Guys like Dimitri Stanley and Greg Gaines and Daniel Jackson, they're waiting there. They're gonna they're going to I they're going to try their hardest to get on the field. And with a guy like Hunter Deckers, who can stretch the field, you gotta find players that can stretch the field. Players formations plays. You gotta have the the players dictate the formations. The formations dictate the plays. Well, the player players and the formations dictate the plays. I'm very excited about this season. I'm very excited about Hunter Deckers. People are asking a lot of questions. I see a lot of potential in this squad. It's if we can put it all together. Do I believe we can? I believe so. I believe we have a really good shot. If we win week two, this team will go very far. We have to set the tone, though. I'm excited to see what this team can do. I'm very excited for the season. Media days was great, but even next week, next week when camp starts, I'm going to be over the moon. I cannot wait. This is going to be a great season. A lot of new faces. A lot of excitement around the team. I'm excited. Iowa State got a commitment from a wideout last week. A kid from Lincoln, Nebraska. His name's Benny Nagoy. I'm going to have to get, <laughs> I'm going to have to get, figure out how to say that. I think it's Nagoy. Nonetheless, spectacular talent. I've been told that even though we are very excited about this pickup, a lot of the guys in the Discord are very, very excited about this pickup. I've been so- told from sources that we are not as excited as we should be. Benny is a superstar in the making. Benny has only played wide receiver for one season. Benny has gotten multiple Power 5 offers for playing one season. He is 6 foot 4, he's about 200 pounds, runs a 438, a sub 11 second 100 meter dash and has a vertical jump of 42 inches, all while having a wingspan of 6 foot 10. That's crazy. Benny can dunk on a 12-foot rim with all those measurables. If all those measurables are true, Benny can dunk on a 12-foot rim. Crazy. Crazy. Which also, from a standstill, 
not from running, not a running head start, stand still. What does that also mean? He can catch a ball 12 feet in the air. Stand still. That's something I've wanted to talk about to you guys with, with you guys or whatever. Grammar's not really working today. I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm excited. I think one of the things that us as fans of recruiting that we've kind of looked at is we've looked for really big wide receivers. Oh my gosh, look at that guy. He's huge. Six foot six wide receiver. Oh man, I got to have all of them. I think we might have been a little bit confused when we got some of these guys. Not saying the coaches were. I think the fans were. I think the fans came to expect that a guy who's six foot five, six foot six, whatever, was going to be the next Alan Lazard or Hakeem Butler. Anybody with a bit of athleticism would be the next great wide receiver at Iowa State, and that's just not the case. That's just not the case. Alan Lazard and Hakeem Butler didn't, were not great football players because of their height. Yes, they were great football players, and they used their height to their advantage. They were not great football players because of their height. They were great football players because they won contested balls. Did their height help? Yeah. Alan Lazard won every contested ball. Hakeem Butler made some crazy plays that were contested. That's why they succeeded. They got the contested balls. Balls that would be incomplete if there were other wide receivers or intercepted. <laughs> they won those balls. So they got the they got the completions, they got the t- touchdowns, they got the big yards, all that. And they got open too. They got wide open. Even Alan Lazard, somebody who lacks in the speed department, he got wide open. That's what set them apart. They got separation from their route running or their just pure athleticism, and they got jump balls. That's something that I think Benny can do. I think Benny can get wide open. He has great running form, and he can win the contested balls. He can beat the cornerbacks or whoever's on him. This is a really good prospect. I think by the end of the season, if he has a good season, he will be a four-star. Probably a lower four-star, but a four-star nonetheless. Six foot four with that type of speed? Give me a break. Crazy. Craziness. When have you ever seen that at Iowa State? What I want to talk about for the next few minutes is... Some upcoming recruitment news, commitments, whatever, what have you. I think the next, the first thing that I want to talk about, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Let's just talk about it. Omaha Blue, if he becomes a Cyclone, it's, it, it, I think we're doing an adequate enough talking about this because it's been building up for so many months. We're kind of like, okay, enough already. Let's get it over with. But when the day finally comes, and I'm putting this podcast out Monday night, I believe that it will happen on Tuesday. If if he commits on Tuesday, mark it down as maybe one of the best recruiting days for Iowa State, either in football or basketball. Because Milan 
Milan Momsilovic, however you say it, he is now the third overall player to come to Iowa State in the recruiting area era. I I'm, I would guess that Marcus Pfizer was probably higher, but he was probably a high four star guy. Omaha Baloo is a top ten player in the country. He could go wherever he wanted to. He's an elite defender. This is the type of guy that TJ Otzelberger dreams of. And when he's going to play at Iowa State, and he might only play for one year, we are going to root hard because that team is going to be damn good. Damn good. Very excited. And I think that he will pick Iowa State tomorrow. Will he announce tomorrow? We'll see. But when he does, and he will pick probably this week, I think he'll be a Cyclone. Can't wait. The other guy who I talk about, whose commitment is coming up pretty soon, they're tying up loose ends. Got a few things to think about and a few things to discuss is Kenyon Sadiq. Kenyon Sadiq is a lot like Benny Nagoy. Just a physical freak. Six foot three, two hundred twenty-five pounds. Runs a ten point eight hundred meter dash. Will play tight end for Iowa State. Just crazy, crazy, craziness. Spectacular prospect. It's between Iowa State and Michigan. I really like where Iowa State sits. He will be one of Iowa State's top recruits of all time for football, which is crazy. J.J. Cole's gotten a bunch of bumps recently by all the recruiting services. If he, if he gets, and I just got an interesting text message, if he, <laughs> regarding, regarding recruiting, but if, if, <laughs> if J.J. gets the weapons, he gets Benny, he gets Kai, he gets Michael, and then he gets Kenyon, Watch out. Watch out. The next four to five years of Iowa State football will be spectacular. I'm super excited. You guys should be too. Anyway, guys, if you want to join the Discord, please let me know on Twitter. You can find me at Twitter at Silites. Send me a DM. Say, hey, I want to get in the Discord. By all means, let's let's talk. Let's have some fun. If you just want to message me, ask a question, feel free. I can't wait. I'm super excited about this season. We'll have more with me and Margie later on this week. I have an interview coming up with Anthony Cunningham, a defensive tackle commit for the class of 2023. Very excited for that interview can't wait anyway guys we're gonna wrap this one up thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoy the new show go cyclones thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube